Hi, I'm Sean O. McCarthy, founding editor of The Comics Comic, found wherever you can type The Comics Comic into your electronic devices. Welcome to Last Things First, the show that asks comedians about the historic lasts and firsts in their lives as their comedy careers have blossomed, from young people with dreams to adult people living those dreams, or still dreaming. Questions both big and small are asked and answered. It's hopefully both amusing and illuminating. Jocelyn DeVore and Don Luby are an award-winning writing and directing team based in Los Angeles. They became friends and collaborators while performing together in New York City on an Upright Citizens Brigade theater sketch team called Onassis. They formed Gulp's Flash Productions in 2015. Since then, they have written and produced three short films, which have appeared in more than 70 film festivals worldwide. They've also directed two episodes of Adam Ruins Everything for True TV. But it's their first feature, Greener Grass, that has everyone talking. What began as their first short film, directed then by Paul Briganti, premiered at South by Southwest in 2016, where it won festival awards and begat a TV deal with IFC. Tabor and Luby ended up turning Greener Grass into their own calling card, directing the feature film adaptation, which premiered at the 2019 Sundance Film Festival and got bought by IFC Midnight. In the film, they co-star as best friends, or are they frenemies? in a surreal suburban community where everyone drives golf carts and wishes they had what their neighbors have. It co-stars Beck Bennett, Neil Casey, Mary Holland, and Darcy Carden, and opens in movie theaters and on demand in October 2019. I sat down with the filmmakers in Hollywood, so let's get to it! So, Jocelyn, Don, uh, this is... This is what you've had 14, 15 premieres of oh Green Grass. Oh my God! That's a, Twenty, thirty. We're joking. Yeah, it's a, we just love to screen that movie. <laughs> but it's it's finally coming out now. So how does it feel? I mean, it's been such a long process. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One thing. Um, th- this is our first feature we've directed, and um, I, I, Don, didn't have a ton of uh, experience with in the features world before this. And I didn't realize that, I thought we'd premiere at Sundance and then just immediately start working on our next movie and be like, well, that one's done. <laughs> and I I was not prepared for um, what a wild year it would be in terms of like traveling so much and promoting the movie. And um, I mean, I'm so happy that the year has shaped up to be like this, but I, I didn't realize it seems like half the work has been after the movie's done. <laughs> so, last things first. Um, my orthodontist died of AIDS. What's your excuse? I'm sorry. What? What? That. What happened to your? What happened to your orthodontist? Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm so sorry. Watching the movie. What happened to you two? They, our orthodontists were really pushing Invisalign, and we were like, "Those aren't real braces." <laughs> Can I show you something? I have a permanent retainer mm-hmm. here. Okay. And, uh, up here, that my when I went to get my braces taken off when I was like 18, I had them very late in life. Um, my orthodontist was like, "Now we're gonna install a permanent retainer. Don't ever take this out." <laughs> and I think I can take it out now. I rarely meet someone that has one, but he said it. I was so scared that mm-hmm. even now when I'll go to the dentist and like, "Do you want us to remove that?" I'm like. No, I can't. <laughs> I promise. I knew one of you had to have a personal connection to the dental orthodontal yeah. world. I haven't thought of that or told that story ever, but yeah. I guess it really shook me. <laughs> no, I think, that, to be honest, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the last time I saw the two of you in real life, 
was at South by and you handed me a card for the short. Oh, <laughs> we used to do that. Yeah, you were street teaming it. We were street teaming it. And Jocelyn, you said, Sean, here's the card. Yeah. Please come to the screening. We like would create labels and just like spend hours and then like go to parties and be like, we have to hit this whole side of the room. And when we were coming out with the feature, we were asking our um, sales team before Sundance, like, well, do we need postcards? They were like, no, do not do that. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, oh, okay. But still Don and I will be like, you know, at a party. Like we were just in Korea last week and we were like at a party and we were like, we really wish we had our postcard. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for, you know, there are so many people out there making content now that it's, it's more affordable. It's it's easier to access the the equipment and the materials. Take us through the process of what that was like. Aww. You know, you make this short and then you you submit it to festivals. But that's that's just the beginning of a long process for you two. Yeah, that is. It's a whole complicated world. The the world of festivals mm-hmm. that we've just been really enjoying navigating these past few years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so funny. I think when we made the short, we had no intention at all of making, of making it into a feature. What was the intent then? It was honestly to post it online as a web series. Mm -hmm. Like there, these other two UCB girls that were younger than us had this web series called Hot Mess Moves. And we, ju- we loved those girls, and mm-hmm. we were like, oh, this is so funny, and it seems so simple. And we were like, why don't we make something? And that was kind of like where we started, you know, getting an idea to do something from. And then while we were honestly on our way to go shoot Greener Grass, and the night before, I had been watching Catherine, the um, Dean Flesherkamp and Jenny Slate okay, made yeah, this yeah. great web series, Catherine. And I, I showed it to Don like while we were making Greener Grass. And then I, I think the night before I was kind of prepping and I was just like watching Catherine while I was getting ready. And I, I saw that it was called Catherine, a story in 12 parts. And they had premiered it at Sundance. And I was like, wait a second. They just... <laughs> slapped their web series mm-hmm. together and it played at Sundance. I told Don, we got to do that with Greener Grass. We have to put it together so we can make it a short film. Yeah. And um, we did in the car on the way to set, we started thinking of like, okay, we need to have a bit of a narrative thread. What if your character wanted my husband? And like, this will be our conflict. And it, you know, we told our director, Paul, and he grabbed some special shots. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, um, you know, fly by night with short filmmaking there. But I'm glad, like, we, we, our lives changed because of the fact that we made something. And we had all these weird ideas for years in the basement of the UCB theater. And it's, there was no way to commoditize it <laughs> until we actually made something. And so right, we, we you always make, encouraged Right, because you would make videos for your house teams sure, or... Sure, like live performance yeah. things. Um, especially, like I remember you from Manassas and yeah, there was always... Yeah, totally. Manassas made a movie. Right? Yeah, Onassis did make a movie. I wasn't that involved in that one. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, of course the team we met on, Don and I on Onassis. Um, and improv is what I did more than anything in mm-hmm. New York, and that's so ephemeral, of course. So when yeah. did when did the goals change? Mm-hmm. Was it at South by when you win the award, or I honestly think it was on the set of Greener Grass. Yeah, on the, short. the short. Okay. I think that was when we just fell in love with it. 
filmmaking and we were before Greener Grass this short even got into a festival we were in production on our next short we were just like we have to was that the arrival the buzz okay yeah Um, (laughs) yeah and I think um with those first two shorts we we wrote and enacted and executive produced but we we did not direct right you didn't direct the short but you did direct the feature Yeah. yeah and I think through making those first two shorts, we had um, Paul Berganti and Mitch Who's Mickey, also on our sketchy Monas, as Paul is. Yeah, yeah who, who were the directors and were really like mentors to us. And we just um, learned so much from them about the process of directing and shot listing. And um, by the time we did our third short, The Arrival, we were so excited to try our hand on directing. And, and with Paul, really, too, it's... Um, he was such a big part in, you know, of course, helping us establish the world of greener grass, but uh, something great for him happened, which was that right after he basically delivered his director's cut of greener Mm -hmm. grass, like a very early edit, he got hired as the digital video director at Saturday Night Live, and then he had to move to New York. And so um, we got to be sitting in the sound mix we got to finish the edit basically and we got to work with the composer everything and that was such a gift for us because we had never done post in any way we were just actors really. right and um i would say that was when we kind of were like oh we really like this aspect and then when we sold greener grass as a tv show uh, back in 2017 to IFC and when we first started working on that TV show we brought Paul on and we you know expected that he would direct it and we were like really excited to work with him on it and the three of us did work on the pitch together and then Paul you know was very busy at SNL and he was like I think you guys got this like I want you to do this like um, and kind of like gave us the blessing to go forward and that was when really we were like maybe we will direct this can I back up just a second, though? Because there are so many people making web series and short films and trying to break out. What do you think was the secret sauce for you two in terms of getting getting seen by studios or by larger audiences? Uh, it's the postcards. You got to make a postcard. You got to have a little label on it. Yes. Seriously, though, that, I mean, that's, that's why I bring it up because people often wonder, like, what is the one thing that I'm not doing that's going to change the game for me so people know that my great content exists one thing I want to say because I feel like from the outside it looks like we just made a short and then Mm -hmm. we made a feature and like all the success that fell into our lap and we got rejected from Sundance four times before we got accepted and I think a lot of like why we are in this very fortunate position. Part of it is that we just kept making stuff. And it did so happen that the Greener Grass short film did do well on the festival circuit. It played South by and in Claremont Front, and that was so exciting and such a blessing. Um, but, but I'd like to say too about like what Don's saying about Sundance is we kind of thought um, we you know applied with all three of our shorts and then we applied to the screenwriters lab with a different feature script we wrote and we kind of were like oh well Sundance just doesn't like us like we're not like we just aren't right for them mm-hmm. and our producer Natalie was very much gunning for the Sundance deadline with our feature and we were kind of like we're not counting on Sundance this and that but then the funny thing was the first night we got there we were at kind of a film 
filmmakers party and we basically got plowed down by two programmers who were like Jocelyn Dunn we're, we're programmers here at Sundance we've been fans of you guys for years and we were like you have and they were like I've always been rejected yeah. very nice rejection letters yeah but. but it's true and then like we had another introduction by one of a different programmer who said the same thing like we've had our eye on these girls for like the past four years this and that we're like oh that's so nice to know because we had no idea so also when you feel like you're being rejected mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that people aren't you know watching you but to speak to your large more specifically to your question um we we don't have a perfect answer because we've spent a lot of years on the festival circuit without our films being online and we were like well would we be hired as tv writers if we just put greener grass online like you know earlier instead Mm -hmm. of holding on to it for two years before even putting it online is that like we don't know if it is better to just release it on vimeo or do the festival circuit but i will say not to be so cheesy but i think the thing that has worked in our favor at least um is just that we we made something that was just really funny to us and we made something that like we thought rocked and we it was um unique to us instead of being like this is what i think will get us hired on whatever mm-hmm. you're the worst or something and this <laughs> this show and that's what i'm making like yeah, yeah. and um we weren't really career savvy that much at the time we were making it we weren't thinking let's do that but i do think the kind of the feedback we've been given from in meetings or whatever is like that's why we're here basically and so now like, the feature great. the feature is so much sharper than the short, like I, I well, we got back. rid of Paul Briganti, Lucy Goosey Briganti, <laughs> and and, no, and sorry Britannic. Yeah, sorry did, Britannic. Goodbye. How did they take the recast? Oh my God! Oh, they're the being, best. No they, one's more sorry, supportive. They were but, both writing on Nich- SNL at the time. They've moved on to bigger and better things. <laughs> I know. I've actually SNL took our entire Greener Grass team, so um, we we had to do. But deal, then, well, but yeah. then they gave you back. We did, yeah, back we did the, give us the back. Trade. That was like we'll we'll we take Nick, Brian, and Paul. You can have back. Yeah. <laughs> but no. um, but like since you can go back and watch the short online, it's like it's such a stark contrast. Like the, there's some dialogue that's exactly the same. Like one of my favorite lines about um, uh, Wilson already being Tom Hanks's oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we won't let that die. <laughs> but everything is so much sharper in the feature. And uh, how much of that is is from when it was part of the TV show? And how much of it is part of when you two decided to just take the reins yourself and go, okay, we're just going to... We're just going to make this our own and we're going to build out this whole universe. So it's not just the characters are strange. They're part of a strange universe of people. You know what was such a, um, a cool thing for us is to get to watch the short film uh, all around the world, basically, mm-hmm. at these film festivals. And we, at that time, sat through almost every screening of it. Wouldn't you say, Don? Mm-hmm. And I think seeing how things hit really helped shape the way that we write um, because we could really feel that tension and release and um, get that, you know, visceral audience response. And so I would say that's one thing that informed it. 
Yeah. It's like really, we really always had the audience in mind while we were writing the feature script. We would be like, okay, this is like when we'll get them, and then they'll laugh here. And mm-hmm. like, so we were like talking through that the whole time. Yeah. I think too, in, in the process of like working on the TV show for six months between, though the, the TV show differs so much from like, the short or the feature. Okay. I think just having that time in development with IFC to like really delve into the characters in the world and we just were blessed to have that time to kind of develop it and there were so many drafts of the TV show then over 20 drafts of the feature that I think we could really pick and choose like this always makes us laugh. Mm-hmm. This used to make us laugh now it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like get rid of it and just like really hone or like figure out what what worked for us and get rid of what didn't and make it how did you decide to just make it so much arch is that the the right word for it? The, the, <laughs> the tone of it is just like yeah. it's so yeah. sharp oh this is like it's, thank you that, <laughs> i'm so glad you're saying that because that that's our constant conversation mm-hmm. is is tone and so thank you uh um, yeah. Is this uh, is this also part of the same cinematic universe as uh, Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun music video? Uh, do you know people have asked us that before? Yeah. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. I don't really know that video, and I it's a dis- must it's watch a it. disturbing, uh, yeah. d- like a dystopian suburbia. Yeah. People's faces are melting, and it's but everybody's acting like oh this is just normal because this is our world. Yeah. So. We gotta do a collab it, with them, man. I mean, that, that was 1994. Yeah, they, they so. need a comeback. The 90s are back. <laughs> it's a sequel. Yeah. Um, Green Hole Sun. Yeah. I love it, Don. Well, going back to the, the original first question, like, Don, you said you thought, like, you just make the movie and then just celebrate it and then yeah. go on to the next thing. Yeah, isn't that Are, are we almost at that point? Or, or do you think God, there's I still. So. We really need to be. <laughs> Or, or should I be like coming back next year at the Independent Spirit Awards? Yeah. And be like, yeah, we're still talking we about greener grass. We haven't moved on. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I will say, even though we we joke about this, is all we're doing is promoting the movie. We do have an idea for our next feature that we've been developing and working on. So it's possible we will one day create something new. Uh, yeah. Is it part of the same universe, or is it a completely different? It can be part of the same canon. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but kind of like how like Wes Anderson, like movies uh, all sort of, like they're not in the same universe, but they all feel like they're they're in a different universe. Yeah. I, is that like Gulf, Gulf Slash is like, your projects are all fit in like its weird. own weird. I think we can aspire to. Space. That, yes. um, yeah. But this one, this next one definitely is its it's its own unique world. It's it's definitely also a, a satire, but um, a very different world from Greener Grass. Yes. Well, I look forward to talking to you when that comes out. But oh. in the meantime, I look forward to another year or two oh, of yeah. Greener Grass. Maybe five. Yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just so honored to be chatting with you. Yes. Oh, thanks. We've been a fan of yours for years. Oh, so yeah. This is really cool. Truly. Oh, thanks. This episode of the Comics Comic Presents Last Things First was produced by Alex Brazell at Showbiz Studios. The music by Camille Harris and Shockwave, logo by Giggle Chick. Please check out my website, thecomicscomic.com, 
for more interviews, reviews, and comedy news. Become a paid subscriber at patreon.com. I'm your host, Sean McCarthy. Thanks for listening. Last things first.